0: Stand. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Are you ready to worship this morning? We are ready to worship our Lord this morning. Amen. Let's go over our vision. Ready? We are a strong, growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the Word of God, and we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. Amen. Thank you, Father. We worship him this morning, for you are good, Lord. And we just praise you and worship you. And we thank you for your glory. Thank you, Father, that you never leave us or forsake us. And as we come together this morning, Lord, and lift your name, worship you this morning, Father. We glorify your name, for you are good. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your glory. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Father. Glory, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. Thank you. worship you this morning Amen. loud this morning and praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just sing a new song to him this morning. Thank you, Lord. You are good. You are good. You are
1: good.
0: Oh, I worship you, Lord. I worship you. Oh, for you are good. You are good. I just worship you. Come on and lift your voice this morning. Oh, you are good. Tell him how good he is. You are good. You are good. You are so wonderful. Mighty
1: God.
0: Oh, no one like you. No one compares to you. Oh, we just worship you. Jesus, we worship you. Oh, you are good. Oh, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. They are healed. They are prosperous. They are free. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your name. Thank you for the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to you, Father. Thank you,
2: Lord. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind because i know there is peace within your presence i speak jesus
1: great
0: oh we worship we worship you. thank you Lord thank you, Lord. Thank, you Lord. thank you for your healing power thank you
1: Father oh
0: in your presence there is heal there is peace in your presence there is freedom in your presence oh we worship Oh, you are good, miracles happen in your presence, miracles happen, I believe, I believe, oh, I believe, I believe, hallelujah.
2: The stories that have proved your faithfulness. I've seen miracles my mind can't comprehend. There is beauty in what I can understand. Jesus is the miracles I've seen, too good to not believe, you're the wonder-working God, and you heal because you love, all the miracles I've seen, too good to not
1: believe, too good to not believe, too good to not believe.
2: can't resurrect a man with my own hands. But just the mention of your name can raise the dead. So all the glory to the only one who can. Jesus, Jesus. The wonder working God, and you heal because you love all the miracles I see. Too good to not believe, too good to not believe, too good to not believe. To not believe. After everything I see,
1: too good to not
2: Bye. To not believe, after everything I see, too good to not believe, too good to not believe, too good to not believe, after everything I see, too good to not believe.
3: You're the wonder-working
1: God
3: you're the wonder-working God all the miracles I've seen too good to not believe you're the wonder-working God yes you heal because you love all the miracles I've seen too good to not believe. come on sing it. you're the wonder-working God
2: You're the wonder-working God, all the miracles I see, too
3: good to not believe. You're the wonder-working God, and you heal because you love all the miracles I see. You're too good to not believe. Too good,
1: too good to to not
2: believe. Too good, good too good to not believe. Too good too good to not
3: believe, too good to not believe. Oh, we thank you, Father. Oh, your goodness. Oh, your goodness. I thank you, Father, for your miracle working power. That line in there, that line in there every time I sing this song. I say yeah I know that's true cuz I was one I've seen prodigals returned. <laughs> yeah that bears witness with me because I was in that position that was my condition but I thank you Lord God I thank you that you delivered me I was on my way to a serious addiction but I thank you Lord that you delivered me. You delivered me. You delivered me. I thank you for that. I thank you for it. Now, I've replaced that addiction with your word. Now I can't get enough of that. I can't get enough of your word. Oh, I thank you, Lord. You're too good to not believe. You're too good to not believe. And there's no one no one who could ever tell me that you don't work any miracles. There's no one who could ever tell me that you're not a good God. I am fully convinced because I've seen the goodness of God. Amen. Have you seen the goodness of God? Have you seen his goodness in your life? Thank you Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, there's excitement when you've seen it, when you've tasted of his goodness. There's excitement. It stirs up excitement on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We believe, we believe. Oh, we believe your word. Oh, we believe your word. Yes, we do. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I believe, I believe, I believe. I thank you, Jesus. You said only believe. You said, only believe, and we believe your word. We believe in you. That's what you said. Only believe, hallelujah. Stop the fear and only believe. That's what you said. He told that to J. Iris when his daughter was laying sick and when they came and told him she was dead. He told him stop the fear only believe thank you Jesus we believe
1: yes.
3: what is it in your life that you need to just believe him just believe him believe what his word says stop looking at the problem stop looking at it and walking around it giving a lot of thought to it walking completely around it, looking at it from every side, trying to figure it out with your natural mind, walking all around it. And the more you do that, the closer up you get to it, the bigger it looks until it looks way bigger than than you. And it looks so big and so magnified because there's nothing else in your view but that problem because you've taken that thought. And instead of casting it down, you're entertaining it. And so when we sing songs about, I believe you're the wonder-working God, that problem is at the forefront of your mind. Not the word of God, but that big problem. And so that problem even looks bigger than the wonder-working God. We don't say that because that would be not religious enough. That wouldn't be spiritual for us to say that but that's what we act like that this is way 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 too big but you know what there's nothing too big he raised a dead man many of them he's raised the dead he's raised the dead I think that's probably one of the biggest miracles we could have he's raised you and I we were dead. I was dead, my life was dead, but he raised us up, amen? Glory to God. If he can do that, he can take any problem. But we've got to believe that he's bigger than that problem. And stop taking inventory of it. Stop walking around it. And oh, did it? Is it bigger today? Is it bigger? Does it feel different today? Does it feel worse today? Does it sound bad today? And we put his word in our heart. Amen. When we put his word in our heart, we can say that I believe. Amen. Glory to God. I believe you're my
1: healer. I believe you are all I
3: need. That's what we need. Jesus Oh hallelujah 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 Thank you Jesus come on praise him praise him praise him praise him hallelujah hallelujah if we'll just believe just believe just believe just believe Oh hallelujah He also said according to your faith be it unto you According to your belief, the measure that you believe, hallelujah, it's measured back to you, amen, amen, hallelujah, 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 glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. O santo lo brosikini mando, imbrostili nembra broto. I've called you to be a dominion heir. You take dominion over the things in your life that need taking dominion over. I've empowered you to take dominion. Walk in the power and in the authority that I've given to you. Take dominion. Don't let things run you, but you run them with the word of God. Run them out. Run them out. Run them out. The enemy has been defeated. I remember defeating him for you. And so take your place. Stay in my word. Run the enemy off. Every time he comes, don't give him the advantage or the place, but take your dominion. You are my heir, and I've given you dominion. You are a dominion heir. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. O Negros son to robo cocina, ang de lebrando robo son de lebrando so. You can play that. Oh, de lebrando so, my. Thank you,
1: Jesus.
3: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you're revealing to us, Lord. Thank you for what you're showing us, Lord. Every day you're showing us more and more. Oh, I thank you, Lord, every day we're growing in you. We're increasing in you.
4: Our eyes are being
3: open to you. Our hearts are wide open to you, Jesus, and your ways. Oh, you're teaching us more and more and more. Oh, you're teaching us more and more and more and more of your ways. Of your ways, oh, you're teaching, you're teaching, you're teaching, and as we learn, we're increasing, 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 oh, we thank you, Lord, oh, we're thanking you, Jesus, oh, thank you, Lord, oh, the richness of your glory. Oh, the richness of your anointing. Thank you, Jesus. We know that you are with us. We know that you are with us.
1: Hallelujah.
3: Acts 10.38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. He anointed him with power and the Holy Ghost. And he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the enemy. And the reason he could do that was because God was with him. Our Father is with us. And Jesus is our example. And so just as he stood up and said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me we can say the same jesus is our example and we study him not only did he say that but he walked it out he walked it out The anointing was on him to open prison doors and set captives free and open blind eyes. And that's what the master did. That's what he did. Everywhere he went, people were changed because his presence was there. We study him. And everywhere we go, the atmosphere and the environment should change because we're there and he is with us, and he is in us. The anointing of the Lord, just as Jesus said, I've been anointed, you and I have been anointed. And the quicker we step out and obey that, the quicker the supply of the anointing. And the more we step out and we obey that, the more of the supply of the anointing the more we obey the more the supply the more we obey the quicker we obey the quicker the supply hallelujah so i intend to obey just me i'm the only one i intend to obey every word that he says i told the lord In the office this morning as I was with him spending a little bit of time with him I told him I made this confession it came out of my mouth and before I could understand or before I could do anything I said I'll be forever changed because of this service today that's where my heart is at today I'll be forever changed Because of this service today. How about you? What's your conversation with God this morning? We can come here and we can be the same when we leave, or we can be changed. I'll be forever changed because of this service today. My life will be changed, my perspective will be changed, my heart will be changed, my body will be changed. I'll be more aligned to God's word when I leave out of here. Forever changed. Amen? Do you believe that? Yeah, I believe it. Our faith has to grab hold of it. Our faith has to grab hold of it. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We listen to you, Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. We get so quick and in a hurry to move on to the next thing. What's the next thing we're going to do? What's the next thing we're going to do? What's next? What's next? That we don't enjoy the moment. We don't enjoy His presence. We don't enjoy it. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord, hallelujah. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, we make room for you, Jesus. You know, in the scriptures, in the Gospels, we read in the Gospels and we see stories about Jesus. We say, well, that's Jesus. He did this, and he did that, and he healed this. And we identify more with the people that he healed and the people that he fed. And the people, and that's great, the people that he, you know, took the time to talk to, and we identify with with them. If we could just touch the hem of his garment, and if he could just bid us to come out of the boat, And, Lord, increase this meal that I have. I'm on a diet and I need it to look like more and feel like more. You know, we identify with the people in the Word that he's going around and healing. But they are not our example. The Word doesn't tell us to pattern our lives after those that Jesus healed. Lazarus, come forth. Oh, Jesus is telling me, come forth. Okay? He never told us to pattern our lives after them. He told us to pattern our lives after him. What did Jesus do? And it's cute, it's a little cliche, and we have that WWJD, right? What would Jesus do? We have bracelets and things. What would Jesus do? But we think of that when someone does something ugly to us and we go, oh, what would Jesus do? Jesus would love him. But there's more to what would Jesus do than just loving someone that we don't like in the natural. There's more. Jesus healed. Jesus doesn't just love that person. Jesus raised him up from the grave. Jesus. So instead of, come forth Maria live your life for me be resurrected I should be telling others you come come forth out of darkness you come into light in Jesus name we do what Jesus does we pattern our lives after him and this moment that we're living in right now this little sliver of time that you and I have left here on this earth I'm telling you it's a sliver of time compared to what you've already lived this much We've got a sliver of time. It's time for the world to see Jesus. It's time for the world to see Jesus. What, is he going to come out of the sky and appear to them? At some point he is. But no, they're looking at you. They're looking at me. And they ought to see us doing greater works than he did. He said, oh, you're impressed with this? Oh, yeah, you see this? You want to do this? telling you, you'll do greater works than I did. What's greater than resurrecting someone? To us, that's like it. You've arrived status. No. He said greater works. Greater works. Why? Because we have greater revelation right now. They had Jesus with them, and they couldn't even understand his parables. He told them in Mark chapter 4, if you don't understand this one, you won't understand any of them. And he told them, You have insight to see into my kingdom and understand it. He told them that. And yet, anytime something happened, they're like, What just happened? What just ha- oh, we don't understand. You gotta explain that to us. We have a greater revelation if we'll tap in to his word. It all starts and ends with his word. Yes. Amen. And so we pattern our lives after what he did not what those who he prayed for did that's great if you're sick in your body then yeah you're gonna have to see what they did to get their healing but you don't stay there we should not leave this earth sick he said he gives us life to our satisfaction and he meets all of our needs when I say all of my needs I don't just mean money in my pocket do you have need of your marriage to be restored do you have need of your children to come to God do you have need of a relationship to prosper do you have need of uh, your neighbor to leave you alone simple things like that right we all have needs when it says he supplies all of my needs he takes care of all of my needs they should all be met because it's according to his riches his abundant supply but the quicker we obey the quicker the supply the more we obey the more the supply of all of our needs met he said to seek first me and my way of doing things and i'll add everything that you ever need or desire to you Glory to God. 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 Oh, we thank you, Lord. We seek you. We seek you. We study you. We study you. Things of the Spirit have to be sought after and pursued. Things of the Spirit have to be sought after after and pursued and i'll include the word relentlessly because the devil does not want you to have any more revelation of who you are in jesus and so the things of the spirit must be sought after and pursued we see in psalms chapter 119 And verse 32, that he says, I pursue your word. And it says to seek after peace and pursue it. Things of the spirit must be pursued and sought after. And it's dependent on how bad do you really want it. That's what it all comes down to. How much do you want? How bad do you want it? If you're satisfied to dip your toe in the water, he'll let you do it. And he'll let you leave this planet just dipping your toe in the water. If you're okay with it, he'll be okay with it. If you want to go up to your waist, you want to get out there and get in the the river to your waist, and you want to leave here just up to your waist, he'll let you. He'll let you. And you'll leave this earth tasting of his goodness up to your waist. Or you can do what the psalmist said. Oh, taste and see. You can jump and be all in. Over your head. Over your head. I prefer that. I prefer that. But he's not going to do it. We have to do it. Draw nigh to him. He'll draw nigh to you. And it's not just about coming close to him and just standing beside him I could stand beside my dad all day long and the revelation he has I'll not receive the wisdom he has I'll not receive but oh I so enjoy him I'm just staying close to him but if he doesn't open his mouth and speak to me of his wisdom and I don't sit and listen to him and see him and watch him I'll not receive any part of his revelation or his wisdom draw nigh But then study him and listen and do what he says. Hallelujah. It says, I have instruction for you. I want to teach you. So he's teaching us. Aren't you glad? He's teaching you every day. And that's what we're showing, right? That's what we're doing as we show these growth stories. That's what we're doing. What's he teaching you concerning what you're learning? First place we learn as Christians in the local church first place and so that's what we're doing with our growth story showing what have I learned what is he teaching me because you'll get that logos you'll get that written word but then there's nothing like that rhema word it becomes alive on the inside of you and now you're walking it out and you're growing but then be mindful so you don't lose the progress which you've made like we talked about last week hold on to that hold on to that and go a little further hold on to that and go a little further hold on to that and go a little further further. Because the revelation you had last year is not enough for this season that you're in this year. The wisdom you had last year is not enough. Last month, last week is not enough for what's to come. The wisdom I had to purchase this building and for us to maintain it and then to sell it, I need extra wisdom for what we're about to do. So he's given me my marching orders. And it's to seek him, to seek him, to seek him. Not to fill my head with more knowledge about the situation. But he said, seek me with all your heart. Give yourself and your attention to me. And so that's what I am entrusting to my leaders who will hear more about this tomorrow on our call. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. We're going to transition. But stay connected. Stay connected to what the Lord is saying and doing. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you so much, team. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
5: good morning father south family church it is nasha barton here with this week's upcoming events and announcements so listen up i would like to first thank everyone who has contributed to our backpack and school supplies drive today was the last day to bring in your items but we just want to thank everyone who took the time and consideration to bless these families we are going to count the supplies that came in today and we're going to purchase the remaining items Don't forget that next Saturday on August the 13th, we will be at the town hall from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. distributing the backpack. This is a great opportunity to meet the families in Dighton, in the community, and just to be a blessing. So, if you're willing, if you're able, come out and hand out some backpacks with us next Saturday. Kingdom Couples ladies, this next announcement is for you. We will be starting our very own Women's Book Club. Yes, this is so excited. God has placed this on my heart for such a long time and I'm so excited that the time is now. Listen, we're going to start on August the 29th. We will meet monthly, once a month, on the last Monday of each month and I'm so excited to do this with all of you. If you are connected to Kingdom Couples, This is definitely something that you want to be involved with. If you are not a member of Father's House Family Church, you are still more than welcome to uh, come and join us. There's a registration link on our website, and there also is a registration link on our Kingdom Couples page. This is for the Kingdom Couples Wives, uh, women who want to be wise, women who just want to be encouraged. Listen. The first book um, is going to be A Wife After God's Own Heart by Elizabeth George, and you can find the book on different outlets, but I saw the book was on Amazon for about $13. I have a used version that would cost me about four or five bucks. So wherever you can find the book, if you have any questions, please see me. I cannot wait to get in this book with you. We're going to meet via Zoom at 7pm on the last Monday of each month, and I cannot wait Wait. Join us this Wednesday at 7 p.m. for our next prayer rally. We have been meeting for the last few weeks and months, driving around Dighton and praying for this town. And let me just tell you, God has been meeting us here. If you are someone who has not attended the prayer rallies yet, but you have questions or you're curious about it, let me just tell you how it works. We meet together at the church at 7 p.m. We gather here for about five to seven minutes. We say our confession together. We team up. We grab a list of streets, and we go out in teams. There's usually about four of us in one car. We take about two to three cars a week. And if you're someone who wants to come but you don't want to drive, you don't have to drive. There's usually someone who's driving. There's someone who's taking notes. And there are two other people who are usually praying. So if you want to come out, you have two more weeks to join us this Wednesday and next Wednesday, and I'm telling you, it's been an awesome time. God has been meeting us. He's been showing us things about this time. He has been personally moving on my heart, giving me a deeper love for Diane. I know and that if you come out, you will be blessed, too. So come on out and join us. This. And last but certainly not least, I would like to take this opportunity to welcome all of our guests and our first-time visitors. Come on, Father's house. Let's put our hands together, and bless God for everyone who's in the house for the first time today. We welcome you. We thank God for you joining us. Listen, if you would like to learn more about us, there's a welcome packet that you received coming in the sanctuary this morning. You can learn a little bit more about us there. You can also go on our website and learn a little bit more about us. And guess what? We want to learn a little bit more about you too. So there's a connection card that you received. We would love if you could fill that out and turn that in during our offering time. And then we have a gift for you. Again, thank you so much for choosing to worship with us today. We pray you continue to enjoy the service and that you come back and worship with us very very this concludes our announcements for this week at this time we're going to get ready to give and we're calling for brother ivan to come and receive our offering today so let's receive them
4: good morning family thank you sister nation for an awesome job on the announcements are you ready to give serving the people you can also give through our push pay app as you see on the screen there are you happy that you didn't stay home today are you excited and hungry for the word of god it is an exciting time when it comes to giving amen why do we give have you asked yourself this question the answer is simple and it's not because there's a need. Of course, we want to help those in need. But that's not the reason we should give. Because Jesus said in John 12:8, 8, we will always have the poor people with us. So they're always going to be need everywhere. But we give because that's who we are in Christ. Amen? Yeah. We give because we love what God loves. Yeah. And there is people. Amen. God created us to be cheerful givers. It's much easier to give when you have a lot. But when you have a little, it's hard because we start looking for the circumstances of life. If we give this little that I have, I don't have enough to make the ends meet. That is the, the worst way of doing things but we're not in the world's kingdom, but we are in the God's kingdom. Where do we have a lot or little? We give, amen? Why? Because God created us, God that created us is a giver. God so loved the word that he gave, amen? It our love given and received will not work for us, might as well pick your bags and go home. Like Pastor Maria said, love is like the curtain rod that holds everything together. But if you remove the rod, the curtain will drop down. While I was preparing the message, actually, I'll have a little a, a, a glory story to say. It, it's it's going to be quick. Uh, I went to the mechanic, to, well my car was making noise. I went to the mechanic to get it fixed. He said the problem cost like, like a little over than uh, $1,000. So I told him I, I, I had to go speak with my wife. <laughs> and uh <laughs> He said, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I, I got the money, I, I went back. He ended up fixing the problem. Uh, so I told him uh, how much it is. He said, no, it's so sad. It was just a plate that was underneath. That was kind of like off place. He just put it together he didn't charge me anything glory to god amen yeah. yeah i encourage you guys like if you got little stories like that you come in and, and share to encourage encourage one another amen yeah first corinthians thirteen three, it says i may give everything i have and even give up my body to be burned but if i have no love this does me no good To be out of love is to be out of God. Why? Because God is love. Proverbs 8.21. God is is speaking here. Giving wealth to those who love me, filling their house with treasures. If you want wealth and your house full of treasure, you must love the Lord your God. And by loving, you will obey him as well. Amen. Pastor Marie just talked about obeying. I thought she was reading my my papers. <laughs> Psalm 34:9-10. Honor the Lord, all His people; those who obey Him have all their needs. Amen. Even lions go hungry for lack of food, but those who obey the Lord lack nothing good. Amen. Oh, okay. God loves His children to be obedient. Why? Because by obeying Him, we will lack nothing good. Amen spiritually, physically, and financially, will be taken care of. Proverbs 37:9. Those who trust in the Lord will possess the land, but the wicked will be driving, driven out. In these three scriptures I just gave you, I mentioned love, obey, and trust your God. If you want victory, a victorious life, spiritually, financially, and physically, just love, obey, and trust the God we serve. Amen? Amen. And thank you all for your faithful giving towards our roof and of, of our goal of 400 each week. Amen. <laughs> you see, See it's paid off. Eric just told me we don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> Door's off. Door's off. Please let's stand in. Read our offering confession. You ready? Read. Because we are us the winds of heaven are open, the blessings being poured out. Because we are so honest, we are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs or better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commission, sermons, estates and inheritance. Interest and income, rebates and returns. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth transfer, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, and properties acquired. We are getting our buildings, land, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing to our hands great big seed and we're moving forward in faith in every area of our lives. We command our harvest to come. Harvest, come to us now. Others, angels, go get it and bring it to us right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Please come to the front and release your tithes and offerings to the Lord. i'll hand it over to pastor marie she'll pray for the offering <laughs> hallelujah. I'll take that.
3: hallelujah glory to god bless the lord we are cheerful cheerful givers amen hallelujah good morning hallelujah father we just thank you and we love obey and trust you we love you with all of our hearts souls minds and strength and father we trust you with every all of our being with everything that's why we can give this morning freely because we trust you we're not worried we're not concerned we're we're not in lack in jesus name i thank you that you are showing us how to trust you more and more even financially and so we release this to you we don't take another thought concerning lack But, Father, because we gave and we obeyed and because we trust you, Father, as it goes to where it needs to go, we send it out. We say go and multiply. (laughs) We thank you that our harvest is coming back to us. And so we focus on that. We don't focus on the, the, the part we don't have anymore. We don't focus on that. But, Father, I thank you that we focus on the multiplication. We thank you that you are adding and increasing in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. There she is. I'm like, Where, where'd she go? <laughs> there she is. All right. So this morning, we're going to be hearing from Miss, N- Mrs. Nasha Barton. So welcome her this morning.
5: Praise the Lord, everyone. Good morning. Praise the Lord. And I honor our pastor, Pastor Maria. Let's put our hands together for Pastor Maria. It's all right. It's all right to honor your pastor. I I love you, and I thank God for you, and I thank you for this opportunity. And, Father, I just pray that you would word my mouth. Give me what to say, just how to say it. Let it be your words and not mine. Let your anointing come. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. So, on June the 26th, Pastor Maria preached a message titled, Recognizing and Celebrating Growth. And on last Sunday, July 31st, she preached another sermon titled, Why Grow? And those are two sermons that I'm going to be referencing this morning. Those are two sermons in particular that really uh, spoke to me, that God really dealt with me from. And so, I want to do my uh, growth testimony from here. Amen? Amen. Would you go with me to 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2? I'm someone who still uses the Bible. Amen. (laughs) I love how we all, you know, whatever speaks to you. My husband, he's a little more tech savvy, so he likes to use it on his phone. But um, I'm also going to be reading from the King James Version. So 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 2 says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby that you may grow, and there's that word "grow again that's really been coming up more and more in this church and in my personal time with lord with the Lord is that it's really time to grow it's time to to lead the elementary things, the principal things, and to grow up in him amen and so that word at the beginning of of the verse as is twofold it means because you are newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word and it also means as if you were which means we should never outgrow our desire for the word it's just not for babes right um there should always be a hunger and a thirst for the word of god and in that we may grow, right? That's what the scripture says. That's how we grow is through the word. You could turn over to 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18. I'm sorry. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. And here God is telling us some things that we can grow in. It says, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. You know, we never should stop or feel like we have arrived in anything spiritual. Not even in the natural, but definitely spiritual. And this is why God is showing me. This, This week, actually, in two days, it's going to make 14 years that I have accepted the Lord. And glory be to God. But you know what? i am feeling like i'm just now starting to really step over into starting to grow up (laughs) i'm nowhere near as she said you could dip your toe or you can come up here you can go up here i feel like i'm just now starting to really dip my toe if i'm being honest because i have made a decision at this season in my life that i'm going to grow i'm not going to stay where i'm at it's not about how long i've been saved how much i've done in the church that don't mean nothing Are you growing? Are you spending time with God? Are you connected to him? What are you doing when you're not coming to church? Amen? So we should grow in our knowledge of him. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14. And these are all verses that God is dealing with me about. So I'm just sharing it with y'all. And I hope that you receive something. Amen? Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14 says, for when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk. That really means someone who has stayed on milk for too long and not strong meat. He's saying at this point you should be on meat, but you're still on milk. Not that you started with milk. Every baby starts with milk. But if a baby stays on milk at five years old and he's not eating solid foods, developmentally something's wrong you'll take him to the hospital and the doctor will say well we got to do some tests something's not right he should he could still drink milk but he should be added some solids at this point point." and that's what God is saying to me at this point I should have been able to trust you with a little bit more but it's not on him it's on me and it's on us verse 13 for everyone that stays on milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he is a babe but strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, those who are mature, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Let's go over, stay in Hebrews. I'm winding down. Verse, uh, chapter 12, verse 6 through 11. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 6 through 11. And I'm going to connect these two verses in Hebrews here in a second so starting at verse six for whom the lord loves he chastises and he scourges every son whom he's received if you endure chastisement god deals with you as with as sons and daughters for what son is he whom the lord chastises not for if you be without chastisement wherefore are you all partakers then are you bastards which is meaning you don't have a father Furthermore, we have had fathers after the flesh that has corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chastised us after their own pleasure, but God chastised us for our own profit, that we may be partakers of his holiness. Now, no chastisement in the moment is joyous, amen, but grievous, Nevertheless, afterwards, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness. So, so one way, Pastor Maria said early this year that this is the year of correction. And I don't know about y'all, but it's been a year of correction for me. And I fully receive it from the Lord. I receive it when it comes through my pastor. I receive it when it comes through the word, When my own time with the Lord. I have to receive it. And this is just a reminder that if we're going to give God place in our life to bless us, we got to give him place to correct us as well right a father loves at all times he says through his chastisement it's really his love and in the moment it doesn't feel good but if we would yield to it if we would submit to it, we'll grow up amen and that's what God has been dealing with me about and in closing we don't have to turn here James chapter 1 verses 22 to 25 says that be you doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own self that if anyone is just a hearer of the word and not a doer also, they're like someone who went into the mirror, they saw dirt on their face, it's just like when my nose is running up there and I had to run to the bathroom this morning, if I would have went in there, saw the snot dripping and I came up here trying to teach y'all, y'all would have been focused on the snot. Like, I know she went in the bathroom and saw that and what do you mean she came out and didn't wipe it? That's how it is when we listen to the word, we know God is correcting us about something and we don't submit to it. It's for our own good. And if we're going to give him place in our life to bless us, we sing a song, any way you bless me, we should sing song and say, Lord, any way you correct me is good. Amen? Amen.
3: Yeah, <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that. No correction is not uh, fun, enjoyable at all when we're going through it. But correction is not to put you down. Correction is to bring you up higher. Amen? Correction is to get you out from the mess that you made, the mess you found yourself in, and take you to a better place. Amen? Glory to God. She read, and I want to read this out of the message. I don't know if y'all looked in the message and cheated and looked in the message while she was reading Hebrews chapter 5, but I did. And it's a a call to spiritual growth. You'll see that in the New Living. That's what the heading says. It says it's a call to spiritual growth. And in verse 11 it says, I have a lot more to say about this, but it is hard to get it across to you since you picked up this bad habit of not listening. By this time you ought to be teachers yourselves. Yet here I find you need someone to sit down with you and go over the basics on God again. Starting from square one, baby's milk. When you should have been on solid food long ago. Milk is for beginners. Listen, inexperienced in God's ways. You can be saved for 45, 50 years and be inexperienced in God's ways. Solid food is for the mature who have some practice in telling right from wrong inexperienced in God's ways. I don't want to be that individual. When he comes, there's a verse that talks about will he find faith? Oh, I'm going to be here, so he will because I'm endeavoring to do that. I'm endeavoring to grow strong in faith. And the way I do that is by doing what she said. Be a doer. Of the word, I didn't say just read the word. I'm. I, I think I'm going to stop saying you need to study your Bible. You need to study your Bible. So that's implied, right? When I say make sure you're doing the Word of God, you know what's implied—that you first read it and studied it, because I think we harp so much on you got to study your Bible, you got to study your Bible, you got to study your Bible. But what are we doing with what we studied? That's growth comes when you take steps, when you take steps. And so uh, when I say We're growing, and when I say be a doer of the Word, I'm implying that we've already studied. Not three years ago we studied. We're studying every day, every day, every day. You know what an immature person does in the Lord? An an immature person in the Lord, what they do is they come to church and then they put their Bible away until next Sunday. Hello! That's what an immature person does. They never open it again until they come to church. That's what immaturity does. You may be the most maturest person in your household, but if that's what you're doing, I'm sorry, but the Lord is telling you you're the most immature spiritually in your household. But you know what? You can change that.
1: You can change it.
3: (laughs) You can change it. You can change it just by opening his word and reading it and then doing what he said. See, he doesn't just tell you you're immature. He gives you some options. He gives you a resource. He gives you a resource. And so don't just be the most mature physically in your household, in your sphere of influence. Be the most mature spiritually. That's what matters. When all is said and done on this earth, your education will not matter. Your employment will not amount to a hill of beans. It won't. What will matter is your spiritual life. That's what God is most concerned about. Yes, he gives you the mind to study and to do well in your studies and to go higher in your education and to go higher and to do well in your job. He'll give you all of that. But what matters is what you've done for him.
1: Amen.
3: What you've done for him. That's what ultimately matters. And so correction is not fun, but we all need it. I thank God that my parents corrected me as much as I hated it. When I was young, I hated it. I probably was the one out of me and my sister that hated correction the most. But they never knew it because I never told them. I was that child. I never talked back. She's shaking her head. Nope. Never talked back. I was that one that the father told to go work in the field, and he said okay, but didn't go. That was me. My sister was this one. But then she'd go do it, you know. But I learned from her. I see what happens when you talk back. Your face might look a little red (laughs) because things might be happening. You know, I saw what happened to her, and so I learned from her. I wasn't stupid. I learned from her, so I didn't, I didn't talk back. Uh, I didn't do that, but I, you know, didn't follow through either. (laughs) You know, I was like, "It's done." You know, do the dishes. It's done. They're not dry. Oh, it's done. You know, (laughs) just move it out of the way. It's half wet. You know, and she's taking things out of the cup. This is not. It has spots. I'm like, "Well, we need a dishwasher." She said, "I have one. It's you." It's you. Spot. No spot dry. It needs to be free of spots. And so I was the original complete, you know, the, uh, the dishwashing detergent that's complete, that doesn't leave spots. That's who I became. I was the first one. They bottled me up and now you're using it in your dishwasher. Because she she made me clean that dish over and over again until it was clean. But correction wasn't fun when you were going through it. And sometimes I felt like, I don't know if they really love me. (laughs) Ever feel that way? This is strong correction. But then, you know, we'd see tears. (laughs) You know, you'd see tears. When they learned how to really discipline us, we'd all be crying together in the room. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, we'd all be crying together. And I saw, you know, everything. When I grew up, I realized they weren't malicious. They loved me, and they wanted me to go down the right path. And so that's how God is. Correction is not enjoyable at the moment, but I thank God for where it brings you. I thank God for where his correction will take you. Amen. And so he's corrected me, as you probably noticed. He's he's corrected me in in, uh, some of the things and the messages that we teach in this church. He's, He's corrected me regarding that because I think uh, for a long time uh, we weren't really like really like we have to do it and he's telling me we don't have much time that's why it's not because we didn't do the right thing before but now we don't have much time and so we got to get our act together and when I say get our act together our actions need to align with his and that's why he gave us that vision and clarified it for us we are a strong growing community of faith Filled believers who live aligned to the Word of God. Aligned to the Word of God. And we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. Living aligned to the Word of God is not just, well, when I feel like it. It's not a temporary arrangement. It's permanent condition. A permanent condition. Everything I filter to what does the word say? You bring a problem to us, what does the word of God say concerning this? Uh, you have a f- problem in your life oh I got symptoms or I have this what does the word say about this that's how we live a line to the Word of God but first you got to get it in you got to get it in any way you can get the word in ladies during my morning routine God changed it up I used to love listening to praise and worship music ask my husband I don't listen much to praise and worship music what no I don't and I love music I don't because the Lord has me on the word and so he changed my morning routine. I used to put on praise and worship music, and, and that's great and everything, you know, but if you're working on something, you need to do a little something different. And so he told me, use the opportunity while you're doing your makeup and your hair, and I don't got much time to do that. I have no patience. And so it doesn't take me an hour, so it's like, you know, 30 minutes. And I'm getting word in, though. I am listening to the word. And what l- word you listen to matters. Who you listen to matters. You listen to too many things, you'll end up confused and back at square one. It will be like the Israelites, the children of Israel around the same tree. Two-week, two-week trip took them 40 years. Why? Too many voices, too many people talking. They weren't listening to Aaron and Moses. They were listening to each other complain. And when you complain, you remain. And that's what happened with them. That's what happened with them. And so I changed my morning routine. And then even when I used to drive a long way, even here, when I drive here, I put on the Word and I listen to it. Every opportunity you can, get the Word in. Amen? Get the Word in and then do what He says. Do what He says. And I think He's really dealing with us on the doing because if we're not going to do what He says, we're going to struggle these last short little bit of time. You are going to find yourself struggling in this last little sliver of time we have until he comes if you don't do the word because our foundation is the word that's the only thing that's going to last when all is said and done his word will never fail and will never perish heaven and earth will but my word he said will never pass away ground yourself root yourself deep roots in his word so you can grow up like she said in him in all things it's time for that it's time for that and so our conversation together is a little harder because we can receive it right it's it comes in love we're speaking the truth of the word of god in love we learn the basics we learn the foundations we've learned the principle and now he's taking up us just a little higher amen and he's going to continue to do that amen Are you ready to receive it I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready glory to God I'm ready I'm so ready glory to God come on and stand with me this morning hallelujah hallelujah so I have uh, some individuals scheduled for next week so if you're looking to do your growth story that's awesome I look forward to hearing it and uh, celebrating your growth with you concerning the message you've been getting here at the church so uh, there's if you took the paper you could turn it in to me directly Uh, if you want to uh, take a picture of it and send it to me I've received some that way Uh, however you want to get it to me you want to make a video someone asked can I make a video absolutely you can make a video if you don't want to stand here in front of anybody get your phone out record yourself and then I'll get you a way to send it to me so it's not blurry we can play it that's absolutely fine you want to pair up with somebody else And say you know my spouse wants to do it with me what did you get I got this oh yeah we've been talking about this whatever you want to do do it your way you don't have to do it the way the individuals that have done it Uh, so far the individuals that have done it are all comfortable being up here and talking to you can you tell yeah and so uh, not everybody is but it's okay this is not about you or me this is about giving glory to him It says, when you bear much fruit, you are my disciples and I, my father, am glorified. This is one way to share your testimony and to glorify God. Amen. We want to do that with you. Father, I thank you. I'm so grateful and yes, I'm forever changed. I'm forever changed today because I came to this place today. I thank you that you met me here. You met our expectations. So whatever our expectation was, we're leaving with that met. I thank you, Father. I thank you for the change in our lives. I thank you that we are growing and increasing in the knowledge of you, our Father, and Jesus. Ooh, I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your help. I thank you for everything that was accomplished here. We give you all the glory and all the praise for it. And as we go, I thank you that we are surrounded by your favor, Every single place we go today, help us to be a witness for you and a testimony of your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Have an awesome day. Stay cool.